0: All right. Before we get into the episode, let's get some housekeeping out the way. I am Sierra Narita, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Cake and Conversations. Anything that you hear on this podcast is for entertainment purposes. I am not a trained professional. I draw from my own experience. So if you are someone who needs to seek additional help or professional help, please do so. Now that that is out of the way, Let's get into the episode. I'm writing the vision and making it play. Uh, don't think it's a game, and some of it just might be hard to obtain. I, uh, I know it, I know it, but I don't care because i know deep in my brain. Uh, I'm just there for greatness, and I would not get it if I keep on playing. Uh, so let me go get it. Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita, and I am so glad that you decided to join me again today. So, a very interesting thing happened to me this week and I feel like we're friends and I feel like I should, you know, I can talk to you all about this. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know that I am not afraid to say that I believe pretty much everybody needs therapy at some point in their life. I have been in therapy, I am currently in therapy. Um, My children have been in therapy just because sometimes we need a a neutral third party to help us navigate some issues that we may have picked up along the way. Or in my case, um, from childhood, it's like, I know what my issues are, but I need some help with, you know, digging them out at the root. (laughs) Today, I want to talk about what happened with said therapist. Um, I get, okay, so let me go back. I've been seeing this particular therapist. This is, this is, um, multiple tries with multiple different therapists. Cause you know, sometimes with therapists, just like any other professional, sometimes you click, sometimes you don't, you have to find what works for you. So definitely if you are in the market and you've you, um, went to someone and you felt like they just didn't work or didn't fit the personalities clash, whatever, keep trying because there will be someone out there for you. All right. That being said, um, so this is my whatever number therapist and I feel like she's good. I feel like she, she knows her stuff. She gets me talking and we're kind of like working through things, but the issue is, so I got a text message because, you know, we we communicate via text message. That's not an issue just for confirming appointments and things like that or, you know, cancellation, whatever. It's just easy for me to text because during the daytime I'm at work. So that's what. So no shade on the text messages at all. Um, but anyway, so I get this message from her. And it's basically like, you know, she has to cancel and she won't be rescheduling anybody for until like a couple of weeks, in, you know, first or second week into May or something like that, which on the surface, not that big of a deal. It's so much stuff going on right now with everybody. So I understand I'm very I'm very um, I sympathize with, you know. Things happening in people's lives. I'm a, I'm a mother. I'm a single mother. I'm a woman. I am a daughter. I am a sister. So you know, I am just a general family member. You know, so I know a auntie. I know things happen. So I'm. That's not. I'm not really worried about that. the The issue is. I feel like I'm, getting, I'm beating around a bush, <laughs> but the issue is, um, I have. There has been some things that has come up and, and I brought it to her once because I'm like, you know, if, if I struggle with therapists because I feel like they don't follow through sometimes. I expressed my concern with her about my previous therapist, just to kind of give her some context on where I was coming from, because I'm committed to finding someone who really works for me because I want to, I want to like get through all of the, the stuff that I, I need to get through. And it's not to say that I'm not a whole because I feel like I am a whole person. You know, I am whole. Um I can probably live the rest of my life without going to a therapist at this point. But I recognize for myself that there is some additional things that I need help with navigating. So In the past, there's been, like, two times, I believe, where appointment was missed or, like, she wrote it down wrong. And so I would, like, text her, be like, did we miss an appointment? And then, like, the next day she'd be like, oh, we have an appointment today. I'm like, did you write it? Like, what happened? Like, how did we miss this appointment? I feel like I'm rambling. But it's like, how did we miss this appointment? Um... I wrote it down. We had a conversation about it. I'm very, you know, specific with my recollection of the conversation that we had pertaining to this appointment. How is it that I have it on a Monday and you have it on a Tuesday? Okay. Potentially an honest mistake. But then there was another time before that where um, I show up for my appointment and she's not there. So I, you know, reach out to her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm here at the office. You're not here. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to go out of town. I tried to call you. I'm like, well, I've been out of town for like five days. So in unavailable, um, at the very least, send me a text message or, you know, some, try, your, try, try harder to get in contact with me to tell me that you're canceling the appointment. So it's been like all these little things that individually, they may not have been that big of a deal, but collectively it's like, it's a pattern. And so it's funny because after this last time, I sent her a message back and I said to her, this is not verbatim because verbatim I'm not looking at my phone to um, recall specifically what I said, but. To some degree, I said to her, um, "I am sensitive to what you have going on. I understand that things happen. Um, however, I feel like this relationship, professional relationship, as it as it is, I feel like this relationship is very similar to." A pattern of relationships that I've recognized within myself to where I hold on to relationships that seem on the surface as if they are going to work and I hold on to those small things that may shine bright for the person, but in reality, it's actually doing me harm because I am in the end losing. And what I mean by that is I've recognized in myself that when I feel comfortable with someone or when I get to the point where I'm feeling comfortable with someone or where I feel like I have feelings towards someone or I feel like I can trust you a little bit or something like that, I get to a point where it's like, you've shown me enough to get here, to get to this place where I'm comfortable with you and I trust you, even if it's not... completely. I do trust you some, and I can talk to you, and I feel like I can be vulnerable to a certain extent with you, yet it's not feeling like this relationship is two-sided. It's feeling like a lopsided relationship. However, with me, because I saw the potential in you, I continued on because I saw that potential, and it gave me something to hold on to. I hope I'm making sense. So, the, seeing the potential in her as as my therapist gave me something to hold on to, even though I potentially shouldn't continue the therapist relationship, but because I don't want to start over, because I don't want to establish a new relationship, because I don't want to have to find someone else that may fit me, because I do feel like, again, with without all of the extra issues that have happened, I do feel like she fits me very well. My personality style, she gives me homework, which I have yet to be able to find a therapist who gives me homework. And then actually we talk about it in the next session. So she does these things and I did not tell her about them. So There's that aspect too. So I feel like these things are things that are natural to her. Like our conversations flow very naturally and it gets me to places where I need to get to for me to later reflect and then, you know, deal with again if needed at our next session. But it, like I said, it made me, it made me realize that this is a pattern for me and not saying that again, I recognize this this most recent thing. And this may be me making up excuses. I don't know. <laughs> it may be me justifying it because, again, this is a pattern that I recognize in myself. And I do recognize that I will justify behaviors because I see potential. And that's it's crazy because, like I said, I recognize it. And the thing is not that I recognize it. The issue is that... I don't really know how to correct it without completely separating myself from said relationship. Not necessarily speaking about the therapist, but her too, but just any relationships. It takes me so long. It takes me to the point where I will never come back to this relationship again. It takes me to that point before I decide to sever it. So for me, if I see the potential in you, as a friend, As a romantic relationship, as a professional relationship, any kind of relationship that there is, if I see the potential in you or you have shown me something that allows me to be vulnerable or allows me to open myself up for you to step into my inner circle, if you've shown me that, then I try my best to hold on to you. No matter what you start to show me in the interim, no matter what you start to show me during the process of this relationship, I still try to hold on to what you've shown me in the beginning. So I said all of that to say that when we are developing new relationships with people, when we are starting new relationships, professional, romantic, friendships, whatever type of relationship this may be, when we are starting new ones with people, We need to allow ourselves time to truly get to know this person, because a lot of times people show up with their representative, the person who looks good, the person who presents well, the person who says the right things, and then You know, we get attached to this representative and we hold on to this. And so when they change or when they start showing their true behaviors, their true identity, when they start to show us who they really are, then it's hard for us to to let go. It's hard for us to pull back because we started to cling on to the person that they were showing us in the beginning. And it's unfortunate because if you are someone like me who does that, who is open to allowing new people in, then a lot of times we will end up being hurt because we don't want to see people for who they are when they show us later on down the line that they're not what we thought they were. They're not who they presented to be. So it's unfortunate that it took me having this uh, professional relationship with this therapist to truly recognize that this was something that I did and this is a pattern that I have um, that obviously I know needs to be corrected. And so for me, it's like, okay, how do I correct this thing? How do I going forward make sure that I am not getting too invested prematurely with someone so that in turn I'm not allowing myself to be hurt or to be Uh, disillusioned or to be deceived on the back end because of what someone presented in in the beginning. How do I fix that? There's two ways that I'm gonna say that this can be fixed. The first way is to pray. Allow God to write your story. The thing is, God created us, so he knows us better than we know ourselves. I tell my children all the time, Girl, I know you better than you know yourself. Know know you better than you think you know yourself. Because I was there in the very beginning. I saw you before you knew who you were. That's the same thing with God. God knew us before we knew who we were. He knew us before our parents or our grandparents. Anybody knew who we were. He knew us. He fashioned us in the womb. So why would we not take... All of our relationships, not just romantic relationships, but all of our new encounters, take them to God because a friendship, a professional relationship, a romantic relationship, it may not be something that we should be entertaining. Although it may look okay on the surface, it may not necessarily be something that we should be involved in. So ask God, ask God Go before the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, what is it that you want me to get from this person if I should be getting anything at all? And if I should not be getting anything from this person, allow me to see it early so that I can separate from this person and be within your will. It sounds silly to be like, you know, asking God, like, is this the therapist for me or is this person going to be a good friend? But is it really? Is it really far-fetched to ask God, the creator of all things, someone who is omnipresent, all-knowing, is it really that far-fetched to ask him where you should be going in relationships, professional or otherwise, romantic or otherwise, where you should be going in these relationships so that you can be operating in his best for you? I don't think it is. I don't think that that's too far-fetched to be doing. And I think that if we do that, if we take that route, then if we take that route, then more often than not, we will be doing ourselves a great service because we would prevent ourselves a lot of times from being involved in unnecessary relationships. I cannot tell you how much this is like speaking to me as I am saying it on this podcast. I just have to say that. And so the second thing that I definitely feel like is a part of making sure relationships are the right ones for you and helping to avoid being uh, hurt in the end is to wait. Take a pause, a say Give yourself time. We are in such a microwave society that we want everything quick. We want everything to come fast. We want our relationships to grow. We want people to love us at the first sight. We want um, friendships to work and blossom and be your A1 since day one. And that's not really how things always work. Yes, those things do happen sometimes. However, in the bigger picture, in the grand scheme of things, that does not happen a lot. So you have to give yourself time to to wait on God's answer. If you pray about something and then without hearing the answer, you just move, are you really praying? Are you really praying if you just be like, Lord, what is it that you want me to do in this situation? And then... You ain't heard nothing, but you like, all right, I'm moving forward and he gonna tell me as I'm in the process. No, be still, be still and allow him to do what he's going to do. Allow him to speak into you. Allow him to speak to you. You cannot ask God for something and then move on your own recognition. That does not make any sense. Why are you even asking him if you're not gonna wait for the answer? Again, all of this I am saying on this podcast I am also talking to myself. So it's a whole word for me. But yeah, like I feel like if we just take a pause, take a moment and however long God decides to take, allow him to take that time because he may be waiting for the answer to be presented to you without him saying anything. Because again, God knows us. God knows that he may tell us, no, this ain't it. And then we'd be like, no, that wasn't God. (laughs) That wasn't God. So sometimes God not speaking to us in a situation or about a situation is him allowing us to see it for ourselves because some of us don't believe that meat's greasy and we got to experience it in order to know it for sure. Now that's not everybody, but again, God knows us better than we know ourselves so he knows that if he says no then you would probably try to justify a yes and then in the end when it turns out that you should have listened to that no you've lost time you've lost energy you've lost love you've lost so many things that you can never get back but had you just waited have you had you just paused have you just taken a moment to get before his throne, to go before him and ask, we would have been in such a better place. Whew. So yeah, this was a, um, this was an episode, and it's it's funny because I honestly didn't know what I was going to talk about today, and I was working on some other things, and it it, it dropped in my spirit, like it truly dropped in my spirit, and I was like, you know what? I'm not the only one that deals with this, and I'm learning that I am open to being the person or the one who put their business out in the streets so that somebody else can be okay, and that's what I'm, that's my goal here. That's my goal for taking Conversations, for me to present any information that I may have to Um, allow my brothers and sisters in Christ to hopefully not have to experience some of the the crazy experiences that I may have had some of the heartbreak that I may have had some of the missteps that I may have had so that my story my testimonies can help someone anyone just one person not experience those things then I'm cool if that happens, I am I am absolutely okay with that. I'm absolutely okay with my business being out here in these um, <laughs> internet streets. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about today. Recognizing the pattern that I have and then ways to resolve it. Very, very simple, but not easy. I do recognize that. I don't want to make light of it and make it seem as if it's it's easy to do just because it's easy to say. It's not. I do know that. I do know that it's easier said than done. So again, keep pushing, keep trying, um, keep going before God with your your questions, with your concerns, and allow him to speak to you. Allow him to do his work. And if he does not speak to you, you don't move. Allow that person to show you who they are without you actually getting invested in them. All right. So that's what we got for today. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Cake and Conversations. I will talk to you soon.